Most of us, I think, have some level of fear of the unknowing. We like to be able to plan to have some level of control. For example, we're getting ready to get a new pastor. What will he be like? Will he be, will he be a shepherd? Not knowing and having no control can bring some fear or anxiety. The disciples of Jesus probably had similar experiences, emotional ups and downs. Imagine for a moment their feelings when they lost Jesus when he died on the cross. And then their jubilation when they witnessed Jesus risen from the dead. And now he tells them he is leaving them. In this gospel for the Feast of the Ascension, Jesus is transferring power to his disciples. In essence, he is saying, I can no longer stay here, but neither can you. As I go out of the world, you must go into the world. This transfer of power is actually the transfer of himself to us in the spirit. The apostles were somewhat reluctant to accept this mission. Next week when we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost and the coming of the Holy Spirit, we will see this, these disciples in hiding for fear of the Jews. It is only when these disciples become filled with the Holy Spirit, that advocate promised by Jesus, that they will have the courage to go out to fulfill this mission. And did they go out? Not only to their own people, their own land where they felt comfortable, but to all the Gentile nations as well. Syria, Jordan, Egypt, Greece, eventually to Rome and all parts of that vast empire. They were not always accepted when they, where they preached. They were thrown out of synagogues and towns. All but one of the apostles suffers the death of a martyr. But the Holy Spirit sustained and guided the early church. And the Holy Spirit continues to sustain and guide our church today. But we must realize that this mandate from Jesus to go out to all the nations to teach and to baptize did not only apply to those 11 apostles who witnessed the ascension. This mission is given to each one of us at our baptism. In fact, this is the gospel passage that's most often proclaimed at the rite of baptism. At our baptism, each one of us is anointed as priest, prophet, and king. We share in a baptismal priesthood. As priests, we have the duty to pray and to invite others to pray. We have the responsibility to offer sacrifice, to love others, to place others before ourselves. We have been anointed prophets. We hear the word of God, the good news of the gospel of Jesus, and each of us has the duty to witness to others. We have the responsibility to live the gospel values, those same behaviors that Jesus outlines as the job description for the Christians when he gives us the Beatitudes at the Sermon on the Mount. As St. Francis is said to have said, preach the gospel always, use words only if necessary. We have been anointed kings, rulers who take care of the kingdom who serve their people. As anointed kings, we have the duty and responsibility to care for God's creation. We have the responsibility to care for God's people, to serve others. Like those first apostles, we are sometimes slow to take the next step, hesitant to carry out that baptismal call to be a priest, prophet, and ruler, reluctant to step out of our comfort zone, 
to go out to others to bear witness to Jesus. The Gospel of Matthew, if you remember way back, first Sunday of Advent, begins with the naming of Jesus as Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. Today we hear the final verses of that Gospel. Jesus states again, I will be with you always until the end of the age. Jesus is with us. Do not be afraid to fulfill your role as priest, prophet, and king. And as we live out our mission to be priest, prophet, and king, our biggest challenge lies not in finding the right words to talk about Jesus and the good news, but rather in making decisions that reinforce our fine words. And remember the old adage, actions speak louder than words. Our actions, our decisions, our words must demonstrate our willingness to forgive others and to trust that others will forgive us, to extend a healing hand to others and to ask for help when we need healing. We need to encourage others to develop their spirit-given gifts which lead them to encounter Christ, to pray for others, to preach the gospel, to stand up for justice, to give our time, talent, and treasure where needed. Over time, our faith must grow or it will not be enough to sustain us as we move from the crises of our childhood and through our teen years and into the challenges that always face an adult faith. Our friends and neighbors are either drawn toward the good news or put off by it, rarely because of our words, but more often by any actions that undermine our words. It is said that the entire reason that the world is not Catholic is because of Catholics. In time, our following of Jesus affects how we participate in society. As we grow in our faith, as we allow our baptism to influence our choices to promote the common good of society. We weren't with the apostles to hear Jesus' last words to them, but we do hear those words in today's Eucharist. Jesus left us the Eucharist as a source of strength and encouragement as we continue spreading his good news by word and example. At the end of this Mass, I will say to you, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. In other words, as you leave Mass this evening, live the Christ-given mission that he gave to us. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. We need not fear, because Jesus is with us.